Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freeman Means Business Wonder Woman in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and our Wonder Woman in Business podcast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories, or rather, they share their stories, so that in their sharing, they give permission to the world to shine. We are excited today because we have a refreshing guest who is going to share with us her story and take us on her journey. So Michelle Calcote King is principal and president of Reputation Inc. She's going to tell us all about uh, her story and I'm gonna invite her to the microphone now to Michelle, tell us about your story. Hi, I'm excited to join you. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure to have you here today. So Michelle, we, we really like to give our guests the microphone. And the very first question that we ask everyone is, tell us your story. Okay, sure. So um, I professionally, um, I own a uh, public relations and content marketing agency, and we serve uh, primarily pro professional services firms. So we work with corporate law firms, architecture firms, engineering and construction firms. Those are our kind of core service areas. Um, we've been in business 10 years this year, which was really exciting to celebrate our 10th year. Um, I have a team of uh, eight um, and we're sort of based all over the country. We went, um, we actually went remote before uh, remote work was a thing with uh, COVID. So I had worked uh, for another agency that was completely virtual before I started my own business. Um, so I, I always understood and knew the model and liked working from home. And uh, as we were growing, more of our clients weren't in uh, my home city of Jacksonville. Um, so there would, there would be days when I'd be the only person in the office. And I had um, key employees who moved to other cities but wanted to stay with us. So we, uh, back in uh, 2018, we just decided, um, we kind of came together and I, you know, I asked them what they thought of the transition to working from a home office and everybody was on board. Um, so we did that and then, you know, COVID hit and it kind of made it a little more acceptable, you know, for to be on a, a meeting and have a dog bark or, you know, cat meow and that kind of thing, which, um, you know, uh, so it's made, made it more just kind of a common thing, but, um, but we've been, we've been doing it and um, we just, um, we have a great team. Um, we just did this social media series about what we're all thankful for and, everyone just kind of kept saying what, you know, how much they were thankful for their colleagues, which I was really proud of. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I love that you guys were sort of, um, preempting you, you were getting ready for the shift that you didn't know was coming. And, yeah. um, I'm just thrilled to learn that, you know, you are driving your own business and you have a solid team of, of people and you are almost you're global. I spoke yeah. to someone the other day and she said, you know, someone said to me, you have a million dollar business. And she says, no, I don't, but it's what people perceive, right? So <laughs> I want to congratulate you now, Michelle, on your million dollar business. Oh, well, but thank I'm, you. <laughs> I'm sure that little Michelle had no idea that she would be uh, owning a business 
and you know doing great things out there in in the world um talk to me about michelle coming into herself or what michelle wanted to be when she grew up um, sure. it might not be what you turned into because you know that <laughs> life always happens so tell us yeah. a little bit about that journey well, I grew up in a very small town in Northeast Florida. Um, my uh, mother was a church secretary. My dad was a Baptist music minister. And um, I honestly, while I adore my parents, I was I'm a little stifled by um, my kind of small town um, upbringing. And um, I really just had this uh, huge desire to travel. Um, so when I went to college, I just thought, oh, I, I, I had this ge generic idea that I wanted to be in business and travel. That was like, that was my only concept of what I wanted to do. So, um, I put myself through college. I got a ton of scholarships and then I was, uh, dating a man who I ended up marrying and divorced, but we're still very, very close. But he, um, I said to him, you know, look, I just, I want to, I want to travel and I want to see the world. So we both, we were in grad school and he ended up, um, we were both sending out our resumes everywhere, trying to think about how we could travel. And he ended up um, uh, landing a job in London and neither of us had even had a passport at the time. So um, we sort of uh, scrambled, neither of us had even been out of the country um, and, um, he was able to make it to the interview and he got the job. And so then we realized, oh, well, we need to get married because I needed to have my, uh, I needed to have a work visa. So, so, uh, long story short, we got married and, and we moved to, to London and we were there for three years. Um, and I worked for a PR agency, um, in London and then, um, our visa was up and, um, you know, we had the option to either, extend the visa or go somewhere else. And we asked his company for a transfer and we got a transfer to Melbourne, Australia. So we worked there for a couple of years. Um, so, and I worked there, I worked for a nonprofit um, doing public relations. And then, you know, that was five years overseas and, and you know, it was exciting, but it, my sister had started having babies and I was just sort of ready to kind of come back to the United States and start building a career here. So we moved back and um, we moved, we lived in a couple of cities, Charlotte, North Carolina and Birmingham, Alabama. Um, but I'd always worked in PR agencies um, and, you know, just kind of had the itch to, to start my own thing. Um, but, um, you know, still needed an income. Um, so uh, had an opportunity with a um, a client, a former client um, to, to do their PR. And so I sort of just kind of jumped at that opportunity and I left a really great job that I had at the time um, to start my own thing. And I, you know, looking back, I'm not really sure. I, I, I'm not sure the vision I had for her. I just knew that I wanted that. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in autonomy I like to, I, I, I've realized that, you know, as you get older, you start to realize the things that make you tick. And I know one of mine is kind of to be able to have kind of self-control and to direct my own destiny and things like that. And that's kind of a big way I tend to be as a, a boss now. I kind of, uh, you know, I'm not a, in any way a micromanager. I kind of let people, I try to hire the best I can and let them kind of run with it. So so anyway, so started it 10 years ago and we just kind of slowly grew. Um, and honestly, I'm kind of really excited about where we are right now because in the first few years, you're sort of, 
you're kind of just almost figuring out your business model. I'm always very impressed by people who start a business with like a very clear, um, you know, crystal clear uh, idea of what that business is and focus and niche. You know, I'd been good at PR. I was good at marketing, but beyond that, I didn't have a very um, clear niche and strategy. You know, I was just sort of, uh, you know, you know, uh, taking opportunities that came to me and building relationships and that kind of thing. Um, but it, it took me quite a while to kind of figure out where we were best um, situated in the market. And, you know, I finally feel like we're there. And it, when, once you do that, things kind of fall into place. You know, once you have clarity of your your mission and your vision and, you know, the kind of people that you work best with and the kind of services that you do best. So, so, um, so yeah, so that's, that's where we are now. Um, and, um, that's my story. It's just, um, uh, one of just really kind of wanting not to do that small town life and wanting kind of to see the world and, and work with interesting people and do interesting things and kind of have a little bit of my own control over my destiny, I think. So you were kind of building the plane and flying it at, at the same time. Right. Um, absolutely. With a lot of courage, uh, which <laughs> is, well, as you think about it, you definitely did it. You broke out of the small town model. You yeah. built what you wanted to experience. And I applaud you for extending that to those who work with you because that's how we recreate and empower people. But in your journey to that, can you think of maybe uh, someone who was an inspiration and it doesn't have to be someone who you even had a relationship with, right? Sometimes you just see someone, hear someone, or other times in your journey, someone says it to you. Or yeah. as I you know, said about the million dollar business, they see it before you do. Can yeah. you reflect on uh, someone who was a point of inspiration that helped you as you continued to build what you wanted to see? You know, um, I, I was very lucky in that my very first boss, when um, I was in London, it was for uh, uh, an agency there in London, we did um, high-tech PR, was just this really powerhouse of a woman who was incredibly smart, ambitious, um, but also, you know, a kind person. Um, but I, I was very, I was very lucky to have a really good boss who, um, one just showed me the power of reading. Um, she was a heavy reader, a heavy news consumer, um, but also kind of just the more uh, PR can be, PR can be a very intellectual pursuit, but then sometimes th there's a lot of the industry that's not, um, that's sort of party planning and this, you know, this kind of thing. And she was a very intellectual um, person, uh, incredibly smart um, and um, brought me kind of into the world of more of the business to business PR. Um, which I really uh, gravitated toward, not to put down the um, other sides of PR in any way. I just, I loved that, um, um, that side of it. And I also, um, it really taught me the power of, uh, or the importance of great writing um, and being um, kind of uh, having a more intellectual focus um, on your work, digging deep, understanding businesses, um, uh, you know, that strategy side of things. Um, so, so yeah, and I, you know, over the course of my career, I had some really bad bosses too, but I was very lucky to have um, that early boss um, who kind of influenced my career that way. 
That's great. And you know what? Building that right foundation at that time um, really puts you on a great trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. Puts you on the yeah. right path. Um, so along that ways, and you kind of alluded to, well, I've had some doozies in my day. Um, can you talk about maybe a challenge that or an obstacle that presented itself square in your lap, right in your pathway, kind of almost derailed you, but maybe you found a way to recover. So it's like, what was that challenge like? Did that sort of come up very unexpectedly or was it something that, you know, sometimes I confess, women tend to ignore some of the, okay, the the blinkers are going off, the flags, you know, um, and because we're we're just maybe in a little denial or not quite sure how uh, to yeah. maneuver. So you know, one of the mm-hmm. sure one of the lessons I've learned is that um, to be a good boss, you have to be healthy as an individual. So you know, I I and I, I read it somewhere. Someone saying you know you have to kind of sort yourself first. Um, you know, if your if your personal life isn't great or your your you know, not being healthy and treating, you know, yourself, you know, it's kind of become in, in, in kind of popular culture. Now they talk about self-care and focus, but, and I don't mean it from that perspective. I just mean it, it permeates into how you are um, with, you know, your team and that kind of thing. And so um, four years ago, I went through a a divorce um, from my husband of 18 years. And while it ended up in the end being a very um, uh, congenial divorce for close friends now, it was a, a very huge life transition and leading up to it, you know, uh, wasn't a great time in my life. And so that kind of, that impacted everything else. So, um, and I, I really took to heart that kind of lesson that you really have to, um, focus on yourself, get yourself right, your personal life, um, because that really does impact everything else. If you don't have your, your, um, yourself sorted at home, so to speak, And in your personal life, that's going to permeate the rest of your professional life. So um, kind of going through that at a pivotal time in our business was, um, you know, difficult. Lots of people have been through divorces, um, but it was difficult. It was a big transition. Um, And um, but I've kind of uh, I've really learned and I I try to focus and try to be as healthy as I can now um, for the sake of my business um, and my employees and my team. I think that's great. We we tend sometimes to not acknowledge how much of our personal life is needed to show up for the business. Right. Yeah, right? absolutely. So that's a really, really great point that, you know, you have to make room for that to work before you actually then have other expectations of yourself. And right. I, I sort of applaud you because you could go down um down in flames uh, in terms of burnout or just, you know. Absolutely, yeah. I I do like that advice of Mm -hmm. make sure you're okay first. Yeah, your personal house is in order, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's uh, awesome. And and as we're talking about that, you know, this platform is really designed to have women tell real stories. they may be in a good place now as you, as you've shared, um, but they weren't before, right? But yeah. you can make it through, right? Um, we all go through things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all go through mm-hmm. and you can make it through. So if you had to reflect now as, um, woman to woman, whether it be a woman in business 
or an aspiring professional coming up the rank, what mm. would you say is important for professional women to understand or to at least um, acknowledge in their reach back or yeah. their interaction with other women? Because you know what? We love each other. Um, and uh, and we're, there are some invisible bonds that kind of keep us like, you know, we'll do the wink or the head shake thing or the, yeah. you know, the, mm -hmm. uh, the chin thing. Um, but when you, when you don't get certain things from a, another woman, it, it, it can also be very negative in terms of the way you feel. So sure. yeah, just wanted to yeah. ask your <laughs> thoughts, you know, <clears throat> I see it, it's become cliche, but I do see a lot of women who don't have confidence in their capabilities. Um, and I think that that holds them back quite a bit. Um, uh, I see that um, quite a bit. Um, and there is, it, it's hard, I think. Um, and, and I know it sounds so cliche, but uh, I think men are uh, treated in a different way that gives them a, a sort of confidence that for some reason, women kind of have to teach themselves to, to have. Um, and um, even it, it took me a long time. You kind of have to, it takes a while to step into your own um, capabilities and intelligence. Um, you know, the other lesson I learned too is I just don't, I don't, I, I don't look at what competitors are doing. You know, I've learned to just be really happy for everyone's success. I think if you are constantly comparing yourself to others, um, it's, it's going to pull you down. So that was a, a really early lesson for me was to, um, to decide not to, not to constantly kind of, um, uh, you know, look and say, oh, well, they're growing faster than me, or they seem to be, um, you know, have bigger clients or whatever it is. Um, Cause one, you don't, you don't know the background behind that. You really don't know if it's as good as it is. And two, um, you know, once you kind of lose that, uh, you know, comparing you, cause it, really what you're doing is just projecting your own insecurities when you do that. So um, once you kind of get to a place where you're just happy for anyone else's success, um, it sort of frees you a little bit to, to really just focus on you and what you're doing um, and, to, and to be happy for others when they are successful. Um, and that's a kind of a really freeing perspective, but I think it takes people a while and it takes also your own um, security and who you, in, in, your, in yourself, so, excuse me. I think that's a really great observation. I think about that quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. And if you're really looking at everything else, you you underrate yourself, you you are so very harsh on yourself. We're just learning. And I, I know you say the cliche thing and it's true, but it's true, right? So uh, there is, the cliches are validated. Yeah, there's a reason they're out there. That's the reason they're out there. And I think because mm -hmm. women have always been problem solvers and nurturers and drivers, we're, we're, we're looked at to explain ourselves more mm -hmm. than, than the guy over there. Who's, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. Know, yeah, absolutely. So mm -hmm. yes, this is really a work in progress. So mm -hmm. what would you say, uh, Michelle, is your proudest accomplishment? whether it be professional or personal, when you reflect on you, you, you look at the website, you see your beautiful mm. picture there beaming uh, across. Um, what is your um, 
proudest accomplishment? You know, this is going to sound like I'm I'm saying this to uh, look good, but it's the fact that I've had employees who've stayed with me for a really long time. Um, you know, I had I had two employees hit five years with me this year, um, one a bit longer. Um, uh, we've had we have one client that's been with us since the very beginning, and that sort of longevity with clients and employees is um, is honestly what I'm most proud of because it means one that I'm kind of I don't have kids so this is kind of my legacy that I will leave. And it's also my thing that I'm creating. And I like that I'm kind of creating a way one for employees to, I have a couple of employees who are um, uh, having children right now. Um, and, you know, I like that I'm providing this place for them to have a, a rewarding career that has work-life balance and that they're working with kind, nice people, you know, cause I definitely went through a lot of jobs that, people didn't treat me very well, you know, we've all kind of been there, you know, um, and it affects your entire health and well-being. So I, I sort of feel like that's going to be my legacy that I kind of am providing this employer really that can, and also just provide them their own opportunity. I'm not going to be around forever so they can um, hopefully take it over from me and, and um, have their own ability to take it to the next level. So I really um, applaud you for just being very realistic with how you're looking at what you're doing. But that word legacy is so big and so important um, because it means there's a sharing in there and there's there's an intentional give back. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, thank you for making that space for others to develop and find pleasure in work, right? We all strive. Right to be in a job that we love to be there and it is where we perform our best and we do our best. So um, I won't be surprised then if I see you listed on the best places to work, best places <laughs> maybe for women to work, but anyone. Um, yeah. and, and the incubator of support, nurturing and developing and coaching. Um, I'm glad that you had that interaction early in your career with someone who was a right. strategic thinker and learner um, in your uh, coaching or helping others to develop in this space. And I don't know what the representation looks like for women in your industry. Is there one piece of advice? Uh, and we talked about confidence, but is there something else that you would um, offer them as they look at getting better in your field, yeah. in your area? Honestly, um, I think one of the biggest reasons I've been successful is I'm a constant um, reader and learner. So, um, you know, to constantly um, up your game by, you know, if there's an area that you see is trending, is important to just buy a book and learn it. Um, you know, it's, it's really, and especially in marketing and PR, it's constantly changing. Um, we have technology that's impacting um, what we do um, to, to do that, but also to not be afraid to um, ask the questions that you need to ask to learn a business. You know, um, you've, 
uh, you know, questions aren't stupid. You've got to ask them. I, I do this entire presentation um, on knowledge extraction, and it's a term that I, I took from somebody else, um, but I was noticing that kind of the key to doing what we do is really the ability to get good information from our subject matter experts. So we work with lawyers and engineers and architects and these people that are often honestly not very forthcoming in in information and the kind of key to us doing a good job is the ability to draw that information out of them. We can't, um, marketing no longer is in this um, silo where we go off and kind of create some ads, you know? It is, we have to have access to these people's uh, knowledge, their brains, and we have to have the skills to, to have those conversations and to navigate them. So I started kind of digging into that and I, I do a presentation now that just kind of teaches people how to how to kind of approach someone who has sort of these roadblocks, you know, these conversational roadblocks. And I'm sure you as an interviewer, I'm sure you've come across it. There's people that will just, you know, talk and talk and talk. And then there's others that are just going to give you that one word answer or going to act like, you know, why is this person asking me questions, get very, you know, kind of stonewall you. So um, for women, especially, you've got to get confident and you've got to find find the skills to have those conversations because you can't you can't do marketing and PR especially in professional services without that kind of knowledge so um, so yeah so and I'll try to put that presentation up on our website um, if anybody's interested but it's a there's a lot that's out there that's written about knowledge extraction another agency um, coined the term um, I didn't come up with it but it's an important skill and I, I'm seeing, you know, my mind is going, I have the little um, explosions going pop, 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 pop. Wow, that could really be applied very broadly, right? Right, because very broadly, absolutely. Don't ask those questions. It's like, you've got to do some mining, you know, and right. they teach you about the five whys or the whatever, but you have to get yourself in there to extract the information. I love yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's I, little tools like juxtaposition, you know, what would be the opposite of that? What would happen if someone didn't do that? You know, there's, uh, can you give me an example? There's using metaphors. There's um, lots of ways. And I, anytime I interview a, a subject matter expert now, whether it's a lawyer or an engineer, I have those kind of techniques up in front of me to remember how to navigate that conversation and to get that um, information that I need, so. Yeah. And, you know, that's so important when people are experts, they fail to connect how they should convey or mm. release that information. And so right. it's all stuck in the brain or on the paper or in their file and it never comes to light. They may be brilliant. Um, and, and so that's so very important. I love that communication angle, knowing how to approach someone, uh, especially if they have that roadblock, informational right. roadblock. Oh, so great. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. But mm -hmm. I want to know for Michelle at this point, what absolutely excites you right now? And I'm uh, congratulations on 10 years of just, you know, knocking through walls and bringing your team with you, having the loyalty of a customer base that, you know, fuels you. But what else excites you? Talk about Michelle outside of this work, um, you know, oasis that you yeah. have. Tell me a little no, bit I'm about kinda, what You know, I'm kind you. of in a, in a flow right now. I, um, uh, I wouldn't say there's one thing, but um, certainly kind of, um, I'm in a flow with uh, friendships, my community, 
um, I work, uh, I'm a big animal lover. I have um, several pets. Um, so uh, I finally um, found a way to stay healthy. I bought this thing called the mirror. Um, I don't know if you've heard it. It's sort of oh, a, it's pel- a workout thing. Yeah. Ah. And I love it. I hit, I hit like my 200th workout. So um, I launched um, two Airbnbs. Um, I have a, I have a couple of rentals that I'm running. So, um, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm 45 this year. And I think, uh, I keep, t- I tell, I say this to everybody that life gets better, the older you get. Um, and I'm a big believer, um, in that. Cause I, I really do one, if you're just lucky enough to continue to age, um, uh, you should be thankful, but two, I think, you know, you, you kind of sort, sort yourself as you get older and older and things just kind of start falling into place. So. I think it's that, you know, you find your priorities, right? Yes. You also find what makes you happy and what gives you joy and being able to balance the two is great. I like that you have a whole 360 going on there where, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you show up in different ways, um, but they all are very healthy and very, you know, energetic and exciting. So uh, I love that. Wonderful. Okay. So as we, um, you know, people have been listening to this conversation and They've learned a lot about you. Yes, they have, <laughs> which is great. Um, what is, is there a surprising fact that you want to share with our listeners um, before we end our conversation? Is there anything oh, that they yeah. might be surprised to find out about Michelle? Gosh, no, honestly, I don't think I have a lot of surprising facts. I have a... Um, uh, a very, um, a, a love for creativity and design. I have a house that looks like a color book exploded, like crayons exploded everywhere. It's been on the cover of, uh, uh my local town's, um, Jacksonville magazine twice. Um, and I think pe- people come in. So maybe that's my surprising fact is my house. Um, people come in and they're just sort of, you know, they stand there in awe and, um, it's kind of fun. It's sort of like an expression of who I am. Um, I think that um, I like that creativity. Did you paint that yourself? Was this a, I'm tapping no. into my inner child? <laughs> no, I have, I have a, I have a very, very capable professional <laughs> handyman who helped me with that. So <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, that, and color is so important in our lives. It brings joy. It really helps us to move along. So awesome. Wonderful. So Michelle, how do we, how do you know Susan Freeman? How are we connected in, um, in the legal of- industry? So uh, because we focus so much on law firms, um, uh, she's been one of those uh, professionals that, you know, I follow on LinkedIn and I'm sure I've seen her at a conference or two. So, you know, you just sort of form this network of people and you know, you know, the names and that kind of thing. And I, I know her reputation from the diversity and inclusion standpoint. So, so Yeah. Uh, well, I want to applaud her for creating this platform for women to just share their stories. Um, it does so much for those who listen to really kind of latch on to important, very important, yet maybe small nuggets uh, that yeah. they walk away with that they can help um, to transform and help transport them maybe beyond a rough patch or a time when they, they feel like they're underachieving um, you know, we just want to keep them inspired. Love and so that. we, we really want to thank you today for sharing your story. Can you tell our listeners how they can find you 
and how sure. we can get in touch with you. Yeah, I, I think the easiest way is to go to my company's website, which um, our name is Reputation Inc. and it's Inc. with a K. Um, and uh, our web address is rep-inc.com. Um, and there you can find, you know, my email address and then links to where we are on social media and LinkedIn and, and all of that. So amazing. Thank you so much, Michelle. It was great to have you. Uh, I love the discussion that we had today. Uh, I wish you all the best. Thank uh, you. And I, I know I'll be looking out for that best place to work, Reputation Inc. <laughs> uh, in the future. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. You too.